countries have imposed on Qatar since June. Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Iran, and Egypt contend Qatar finances terrorism, interferes in their domestic affairs, and is too friendly with Iran. Doha denies the allegations and has accused Saudi Arabia of violating Qatari sovereignty and attempting to engineer a change of power. Tillerson came to the region in June in an unsuccessful attempt to end the diplomatic row, which the United States believes could imperil the fight against the Islamic State. Qatar is home to the largest U.S. military base in the Middle East, with 11,000 troops stationed there. Last month, after publicly showing sympathy for Saudi Arabia's stance, President Trump offered to mediate the dispute, predicting you'd have a deal worked out very quickly. But with the prolonged squabble at a stalemate, Tillerson has chided the Saudi-led bloc of countries, saying they are unwilling to sit down and negotiate as Qatar has offered to do. Tillerson has expressed pessimism that a breakthrough could be imminent. After a bloody week in Afghanistan, elected officials seek answers from Ghani by Antonio Olivio and Sayed Salahuddin in the Washington Post World Section. I'm Sam Scholl. Kabul Worried about eroding security, elected officials in Afghanistan sought answers this weekend from President Ashraf Ghani's administration, asking why more was not done to prevent suicide attacks that have killed nearly 200 people in one of the bloodiest weeks of the year. The president gives lectures, and his advisors and ministers are clapping for him. Sela Mohammed Saljoki, a parliament member from the western province of Herat, said during a Saturday evening session with security officials, according to local news reports. Alas, they should see what is going on in this country, he said. In the past week, Taliban suicide bombers broke through security checkpoints at police and military compounds in Humvees, allowing fighters to storm the gates in commando-style raids that in one case nearly wiped out all 60 Afghan National Army soldiers, based in a post in the southwestern province of Kandahar. In that attack, 43 soldiers died, while nine were wounded. Other attacks included the bombing of a Shiite mosque in Kabul that killed 54 people and injured 55, and a rocket attack on the NATO compound inside the city's fortified Green Zone that caused no injuries. Earlier in the week, several attempts at suicide attacks in the city were foiled, when officials arrested three people driving in trucks loaded with explosives. Some elected officials accused Pakistan, which has aided the Taliban in the past, of facilitating the attacks. Pakistan, threatened with sanctions by President Trump for allowing safe havens for terrorists near its border with Afghanistan, denies assisting the group and has made a point of condemning the attacks. Other Afghan officials, along with security analysts, believe that the attacks are a show of force in reaction to Trump's plan to add 4,000 U.S. troops in the country, bringing the total U.S. presence to about 13,500 while increasing nighttime raids and aerial bombing of Taliban forces. The attacks show that they are here and are busy fighting and the airstrikes have not affected them, said Abul Hafiz Mansour, a parliament member from the central province Panjshir. They are doing their utmost to deteriorate the situation and are using any means and measures for doing so. On Sunday, Ghani visited a police compound in Paktia province, which borders Pakistan, to offer condolences to the families of about 80 people killed Tuesday in a Taliban raid. Toriolai Abadani, a local police chief, was among those killed in the attack. Terrorists can shed our blood, but they cannot break our will, Ghani's Twitter feed read before he headed to Gardez, Paktia's capital. R.I.P. General Abdiyani, a brave son and soldier for our soil. Romahad Radmanesh, a defense ministry spokesman, noted that 270 Taliban fighters were killed in Kandahar in recent days. We are resolved to stop them, prevent them, and reduce their might and power to zero with the passage of time with the available resources, Ramanesh said. But with the Islamic State militant group, which asserted responsibility for the bombing of the Imam Zaman Shiite Mosque in Kabul, 
also operating in Afghanistan, it's getting more difficult to prevent all attacks, he said. This is true that the terrorists from around the world have gathered in Afghanistan and are involved in sabotage activities, Rodmanesh said. Maryam Kufi, a parliament member from the northeastern Badakhshan province, lamented what she sees as an increasingly complicated fight for security in Afghanistan. Unlike in the past, we have seen the attacks happening more in urban areas, Kufi said, calling for more resources for the nation's small air force. Our intelligence is weak and cannot prevent such attacks. Sharif Walid contributed to this report. This is Sam Scholl reading from the Washington Post Politics section. Gold Star Father Kazir Khan Knocks White House Chief of Staff on Military Condolence Controversy by John Wagner Kazir Khan, the Gold Star Father who lambasted Donald Trump at last year's Democratic National Convention, on Sunday criticized the...